welcome to Driving into the Future. Good morning. My name is Tiago and I'm here once again with another episode of Driving into the Future. Today, actually, I'm going to talk about something a little bit different. And I'm trying my best to not make it too technical, too complicated. But uh, I hope that you enjoy the theme because today we're going to talk about programming. Yes, many people are afraid of it, many people don't like it even, uh, but I'm trying to make sure that uh, you'll have a good impression about it and that if you don't know it already, that you are uh, planning to start uh, learning it. So, many people ask me, if I don't know how to program, where should I start? So, should I start with uh, any specific language, what is the best one, what is the easiest one to learn? And I would love to have a universal answer for any of those questions, but in overall, the easier answer is it depends. So it depends on what you want to do, what is the purpose, if you only want to use it for fun, if you have any objective, if it's something that you need for, uh, you know, for school or for university. So it actually depends what is the best language for you. But in overall, trying to simplify a little bit, uh, one of the easiest ones to learn and to start and that gives you enough possibilities to integrate and with another project and to actually do a lot of things with it it's actually Python so if I'm recommending someone to start and I had this conversation yesterday with my colleague uh, Rashid uh, so if you want to start learning out of nowhere I think the best thing to start would be precisely Python. So, saying that it's the easiest one, it's probably not the, the best uh, answer for that, but it's one of the easiest ones, yes. It's uh, easy enough so that anyone could learn it with uh, just a few lessons. Uh, and I think the best point is that uh, it's the way that is prepared is that you can actually uh, integrate with a lot of uh, devices, with a lot of other software. There are tons of uh, examples all over the internet. So it, it's a good uh, solution for someone that is just uh, starting. Uh, but at the same time that uh, you want to use with something else that you have in mind. Um, it's one of the most recommended languages for uh, data analysis and data science. Is it quite good for machine learning? Uh, I did a few things with it before on the image processing, so it's quite versatile, it allows you to do a lot of things. You can even program a robot with it using a MicroPython, so it's quite of a good option. So before going to detail about Python, uh, I will go for other languages, for at least to explain what are the alternatives and why uh, selecting one depending on the other. So uh, one of them is uh, C++ course one of the most famous one uh, it's one of the most used languages worldwide and the main reason is that it started as a, a C language and then it was added objects and became C++ even that C still exists um, and it's responsible for the majority of the applications available pretty much everywhere so from uh, MBAM systems or systems that are inside of a machine, like a microcontroller or something like this, or even many of the uh, ATM machines, 
real-time systems, all these things, most of them were written in C++. Uh, even on the robotics and these kind of microcontrollers, things like uh, Arduino, it's mostly based on C. Uh, many of the other uh, devices like that, like the microcontrollers like Atmel uh, and Peak back on the time, the best way of programming it will be with C. So all of these makes it quite versatile. Uh, and it's one of the, let's say, the queen languages in, uh, in programming. So it's, of course, one of the very useful skills to have. The thing is that because Python, it's interpretive, so it's script-based instead of uh, compiling. Uh, so basically what happens is that on C, uh, every time that you change anything on your code, you actually need to compile the code. So Compiling means changing it from um, the human code, in a way, to a machine code. So it's making sure that the machine understands what you want to do. So that's compiling. So And C, like many other languages, it needs that to happen. So if you have an error somewhere on your code, it will give you an error saying that it cannot compile and you will be... Uh, needed to fix it before you try anything. So on Python, the other way, because it's a script-based language, it doesn't need to compile. So every time that you execute any line, that you pass or write any line, it will just try that line by itself. Uh, in some cases, for more complex things, it can actually evaluate a few lines at a time, but in overall, it's one by one. So if you just want to do something simple, for example, adding to numbers, you arrive to Python and put uh, 2 plus 3, press enter and you get immediately a solution 5. Of course, if you want to do a C program for that, you actually need to do uh, a set of things like, uh, for example, print uh, or C out, depending again on the version, uh, and then 2 plus 3, and then semicomma, and then you compile the program. And in some cases, of course, you need to have uh, some libraries, you need to have a main function in it. So when you finish all these, you compile, you realize that you forgot something uh, like the library to print things or the or even the semicolon on the program and it's not working, so you need to go back to the program, see what is the mistake, fix it, and finally if everything goes right, you get your result. So, of course, probably if you only do want to do a 2 plus 3, you're going to can do it anywhere but this is just for you to see how easy it is and when things became more complex uh, Python has usually easier ways of dealing with data so one of the things that are quite uh, used things that if you want to generate um, a place where you save all the numbers like uh, all of the even numbers in C you need uh, like five or six line code to actually do it so you need a lot of instructions in Python you can have uh, uh, things like uh, so x equals to two two points and then uh, two uh, and you generate uh, numbers every two so for example if you want between uh, zero and one hundred you put uh, zero two points one hundred two points two so it generates uh, Zero, two, four, six, and so on. So, and this is just one line. It's quite simple, quite elegant, and it works uh, 
quite uh, quite well. So the other thing is to manipulate with data. So if you have a, a string and the string is a set of characters, so it's it's a text basically. Uh, if you want to manipulate and do something about it, in Python you have by default lots of uh, functions that already do that for you. So uh, you have things like uh, you can access from the beginning or at the end. You can so there are lots of very interesting uh, features uh, that you can do out of the box with Python. So talking about a few other languages. One of the most famous languages, of course, is Java and JavaScript. Uh, it's uh, quite complex, but also allows you to do incredible things with it. Uh, I would not recommend it to start. I think it's a little bit too much. Uh, but again, it has lots of applications in uh, not just in web, mostly with the JavaScript, but also most of the user interfaces are programmed with, uh, with Java and again it's compatible with phones so it makes everything easier so it's, it's another quite interesting uh, alternative uh, then there are tons of other languages depending on the application of course uh, you have uh, MATLAB you have uh, LabVIEW which is graphical uh, you have Simlink uh, so I think nowadays it's very easy to find different options in different languages uh, the important thing right now is for you to actually uh, explore. Don't be afraid of it. You don't need to have a PhD or even a university degree to actually learn how to code. It's quite easy. Uh, just put some energy into it and try it out. And then soon enough you're gonna be programming. Anyway, I think it's everything for today. I hope that you are more likely to start programming now after my quick introduction about it uh, it's very hard to make it quite detailed uh, especially as I'm driving so it's not the easiest place to define programming while you're driving I never tried this at home but uh, anyway try programming, try to experience this uh, and again if you love programming then you're gonna like robotics there are lots of very nice opportunities uh, you can explore then data science so the the science of manipulate, predict, and analyze data, which it's been considered for many people the sexiest job of this century. Anyway, try it out, let me know what you think, send me a message, and thank you for listening. My name is Tiago, and this is Driving into the Future. See you tomorrow.